Yes Pixel, episode three with our guest, Miles Away. Miles, how's it going? That's me. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Buddy. Hello. It's good to have you on, finally. Finally, you were, he was supposed to be our first guest. But okay, he was well, like, we had a much better guest last week. Was I? Saturday, mate. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, got, you guys said last week, but I mean, if this is episode three, I must have been the second guest, right? No, the first guest was just the boys. Oh. oh real quick. Uh, oh. 52 Chains is... Uh, doing a thing his marabunta grande is getting a flag and they're having he's an og so they're having a thing oh. so they're doing their celebration for that so he'll be in a little late yep. this is That's the yes podcast after all which means that no pixel may take precedence at some point or some of its members so that's right hey hi hello everybody out there in the land of the interwebs Oh, yeah. Should I do like welcome. a when I when I intro? Should I be like welcome to the S Pixel, the 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 no pick the unofficial no pixel podcast about three idiots talking about video games and their lives and their wives' butts and stuff. It doesn't work guys, because it's gonna be full. Thank you, leg. Welcome to the to the <laughs> podcast. Wow, perfect. Thank you, leg. That's nice. <laughs> R.I.P. Thank you, leg. What, right. what do you mean R.I.P. R.I.P. What do you mean? I forced the, I forced the perma forced right here. You died with That's Whitley at good. sea. They're, they were on a voyage to <laughs> oh, the, the great so this ocean. Is actually one of my, dead. This is one of my questions I had written down. I didn't know Stubble and Whitley were both played by you until Troms told me out of character. When? This was like <laughs> was a few recently. weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Like we've we've known each other on Stubble and Hydra for months. I know. And you never I, knew I that. Didn't know. You know, you're, you're, I was your captain. Your Whitley booth, <laughs> dude. I loved when uh we were fucking around with the Lost, and you took me to get my ass beat by them. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that, that was a story. I mean, that was the same day that we had the uh, the water fight where uh, you beat down a lady metal detecting, and she vanished. To Poseidon's death because uh, <laughs> oh no, I think she quit. She, she and, definitely uh, FA quit 100%. Yeah, she FA quit after Hydra beating her down. <laughs> she, had and, a, uh, she had a level three metal detector, it was high work. value back then. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, we just we just role played it out that Poseidon had eaten her up for, yeah. her, for her crimes or something. That was actually that, that was that was wild. That was the moment that I knew you were definitely somebody I wanted to RP with. I already liked your RP as Whitley Booth, the pirate, but. When you very smoothly played off someone being a shithead and didn't make it a big deal, I was like, oh, yes, dude, my people. I don't give a shit. I just, it's like, it happened. I just go on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, that's the perfect way to start this off because, ladies and gentlemen, we have an excellent show for you guys today. Not only do we have Miles underscore away on pretty much all social media here, uh, but also we're going to be talking about controversy that's right Ooh, all oh. kinds of cotton no, okay. we might uh i actually do have a couple of topics that i'd like to bring up but before we get into that uh miles my brother me. my actual brother uh why don't you introduce yourself tell us about your characters uh you know how long you've been on just anything you want to say about yourself uh i'm miles away i've been streaming for i think it's going to be five years soon i was a PUBG grinder and streamer then i moved to no pixel at the start of 3.0 one month in started off with a civilian character whitley booth who dabbled in crime then the littleman brothers kind of blew up last summer me and troms and it was with the littleman brothers that i discovered the life of crime and cop and i discovered the prison where i then moved into the prison with my doc character stubble loved that for a good seven eight months and started hating that for a while 
and moved to PD, and I've been there the last eight months, and that's kind of what I'm doing at the moment. Okay, well, what about some characters? Because I personally know the character and the exact moment that I met you, and it's it's right so up do here. I. I'll never yep. forget it. So it was a uh, second day on the server. The first day I had met Arthur Morgan and uh, uh, Raylene oh, wow. Wetcooch, and we were running around with them. <laughs> and then the next day, oh, wow. I w yep, that's a throwback. Wow, Raylene. That is such a throwback. Uh, it was the second day. I ran into them again, and they were they were getting off. And I was at the apartments. I was walking up, and I saw this guy in a red jacket, and I was like, that guy kind of looks like a guy. That might be a man of the seas. So I just approached him. And I just, I was, early days, Whitley was 150%. Like, Whitley always. was 100% always really loud. But always the on. early days, <laughs> it was so much. 12 hours a day, every day. Like, start 3.0, I was doing like 70, 80 hours a week, just constantly, just like, and it was just like, that's how I met Trump. So I just walked up to him, just started screaming at him. And he was like, you know, obviously I called him a pirate straight away. And the P word was very big back then. So that was when Whitley learned about how the taboo of the P word. And that was when we met. And I think it was you and Harry and uh, I don't, I don't Spoonerism. You was, totally I know overshadowed it. whoever I was with at the time. It was because... you and Spoonerism and you instantly threw me in your car. And we were just driving around for hours. <laughs> We're just Dude. driving around, shooting the shit, talking, saying tales, all the adventures still, that we're just making up on the spot. To this day, blows my mind that two pirates just suddenly out of nowhere meet at the at the perfect time outside the, perfect the window. Yep. And then and then, like I could tell right away. I was like, first, the, my first impression of you was, holy shit, a pirate, and then <laughs> holy shit was overshadowed by. He's doing it better than me. Like a thousand times better than me. It like, was just a different kind of pirate. Oh, I have to step up my game now. Like this guy, he's using he's using It's because like, I had my Google go. Doc. I had my Google Doc and I still have it. Hold on. Okay. If I go other tab, I go to documents and in my most recent one, uh last opened July 9th, 2022, Seaman Talk. Uh it is document. I love it is six pages long. <laughs> Uh, it has uh, it has pirate code on there, and it has common uh, pirate lingo from insults to greetings to random things. Dude. Like, yep. uh, combing is the pirate word for a surface that prevented water on the deck from dripping to lower levels of the ship. Mm -hmm. uh, so there was just like, there was ones that I would use all the time, like son of a biscuit eater. Uh, I don't, it's just an insult. That's the description. It's just an insult. And I would use it all the time. <laughs> Briny Deep, I oh, love that one. Son of a biscuit eater. Clap of Thunder was a really good one because Whitley was an, a massive alcoholic early on. I would just always go for the uh, the tavern the absinthe, and I just always get drunk. Oh my god! I remember. I remember, I remember learning how to drive. Raylene, going back to, she taught Whitley how to drive like a week or two into being the city because <laughs> I was just role playing that he had never been in a car before, just always on a ship. Yep. Just Hell smashing yeah. into things left, right, and center. It sounds like Stinky, like trying to drive. Very similar experience on Moosebeard, although I, I kind of brought some of Moosebeard's experiences from another roleplay server over. So a guy who uh, I think he still roleplays, he, he might roleplay on um, NoPixel as well, but his name is Roach, Roach TM or something like that. Roach. Uh, Sounds familiar. Yeah. It's, Sounds I like the most Call of Duty name. Roach. Uh, Roach. It's Roach. Roach. Yeah. Uh, Listen up, Roach. We got an objective. 
he had this limousine driver guy who was like uh he was like a recovering alcoholic and he he taught moosebeard how to drive he was like one of moosebeard's friends like really early on so i, I kind of brought that over to no pixel was like he'd already kind of done his like learning how to be a proper human being after time traveling yeah, right like booba did one that, thing when he but booba did it was amazing his is oh geez fiend dota and the booba arc of him literally learning how to speak how to how to be a, a proper human and he's a cop now that's so that, that's wild just, the progression's awesome his i, progression I is literally really remember good. when fiend would just go uh uh booba booba uh. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, so good. I remember <laughs> running into him at the farmer's market. I was just thinking, like, this is insane. Like, the amount of people that were just enabling it, too, was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, everybody, everybody just saw him and just, like, gravitated to him, wanted to, like, help him pro progress to evolve. Yeah, you know, um, there's a couple of characters like that, like, um, uh, Booba, and, um, for, for me, it, the, one of the big ones was, um, uh, Pillbot. Yeah. Um, characters like that that you just see and you're like, oh, there's so much. You don't even think in your head like there's so much role play potential here. You just think like, I want to help this character. I want to help this person. They like become like this like thing in your mind that you're really excited to actually go and help. Yeah. And you kind of forget that you're role playing. And I think moments like that and characters like that that make those moments are incredible. Going back to uh, talking about Whitley Booth. <laughs> uh, one thing I've, and I don't think this gets brought up enough. Uh, I know you got your document. I know you got all that, but it was the way you formed sentences that really got me. Be, hey. BR or something <laughs> like that. Like you, you have it, it's 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 very piratey, right? Yeah, it's like a different like candidates that the way they speak, right? Right. Like you I gotta. We we had a nice contrast too. We we still do where you know Moose Beard is. Is he's he's a little bit seasoned, right? He's he's yeah. got to be kind of the leadery type kind of because he's leading 18 big burly hairy shirtless men right no mm. <laughs> and he's got he's got i always wanted to play him with like a little bit of like uh i would say barbosa is how like barbosa the way he carries himself and talks and you know he's very very professional polite posh upper class but yet still pirate lingo and that's right. always how i viewed moosebeard was this grand captain that has been around the the world multiple times and you know he knows how to lead the men and whitley is this you know, this wild card, this, uh, you know, fresh fish that's probably just got a few years under his belt and is full of energy. And that's like w what I wanted to do was just have this just so loud and just crazy character. I remember a few times like being at the Roosters Rest and, you know, people walk in, they're there for their food. They just want to get in and out and then they just get bombarded <laughs> with just pirate so loud pirate just yeah. like oh right this ridiculous isn't just a, things this isn't just a food stop for my character this is a yeah. role play experience that's, yeah that's something i always wanted to do and and trums are the same at roosters rest we, we would always try and like up each other trying to just like improve the roosters role play the russian role play try and you know get better and better things we had the whole uh sauce thing the whole bits in the kitchen where I think uh, multiple times you set the kitchen on fire. It was it was just all, it was like yeah. you know what was a thing of just go over there and pick up your food became a go up there and just watch a scene play out but be involved. That was something I always tried to do was like try and uh, get the people buying the food involved with the scene and it was always super fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. there was so much role play to be had in something so small. 
Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with exactly what we're talking about, uh, Miles and I on uh, Moose Beard and Whitley, uh, Whitley Booth, we used to work at the Rooster's Rest. And, and, you know, we get a lot of people who are coming in to use the mechanics of the food. They'd buy, they'd buy their food. It would help them earn money, et cetera. It was, it's a mechanic in the game that they, they knew about. So we get a lot of grinders who'd show up. A lot of them were, were in a rush. They just wanted to get their food, go out and do their whatever, make their money. Uh, but we saw the opportunity to have 30 seconds of somebody's time and to mm -hmm. give them a good, fun, memorable experience, right? To turn something that somebody would... We I actually remember we brought it up a few times about people who they did um, processing RP. It, it, it wasn't really RP. It was just you were just processing the person for their order. Yeah. Uh, what is your order, sir? Here's your charge. Here's your food. Uh, but whereas we would go, okay, like what, you know, sell them their food. Then they'd come on over to the kitchen. We'd be in the kitchen. We'd be like, how spicy do you like your ramen? Do you want any milk, cream, sugar, lactante is mother's milk? And what, it, you know, <laughs> what do you want in your, your tea? Sprinkle of love. Yeah. That was my uh, one. We'd uh, ask if they have dietary concerns, things like that. Like we would, you know, take that extra little, little second to kind of give them a, a fun little role play session that they could interact with somebody who isn't just their their grind boys, right? Mm -hmm. um, which I think you know, for those of you out there who uh, are on NoPixel and are trying to elevate your role play to a a level where maybe maybe you don't have prio, maybe you want to get there, you want to get to that point eventually. Uh, I I can speak for myself on this, but when uh, Uber Hacks or Nova, bless his soul, helped Miles and I achieve Pryo. Uh, he requested some clips from us. He said, uh, send me some clips. I'm going to submit them. We'll uh, see if we can't get you guys some Pryo. Uh, and one of the clips that I sent, and I kind of I kind of gave a little bit of a description too, was to show that uh, I, you know, both of us were taking the time to turn a situation that wasn't typically role played very heavily into something that can be very, very fun. Did um did you guys approach Uber or was it the other way around? Uh, I think I actually reached out to him. I love and, that. Uh, I yeah, said, hey did. man, like uh, we've threatened to blow you up on the little men's so many times now. You know how about how about uh you know come on you want to yeah. you know how about little, that bomb's real next time huh? Asking yeah. <laughs> how about yeah. that bomb's real next time? You know we've been uh because that was a bit away. We would just jump in his trunk and I would use the uh, go Lost sweat thing. I think it's the uh, like that beep. Yeah. And I yeah. would just repeat it. To make like a bomb sound effect. It wasn't a bomb. It was just a swear filter. Repeat. Everybody knew yeah. it. But, yeah. You know, one if, of the six dead. If you say bombs. you have a bomb with enough passion, people are gonna believe you got mm -hmm. a bomb. All they're gonna role play it out, and it happened a lot. I would say the best one was always Still the Polito heist, <laughs> when uh we were inside Barry's car with Perkins inside for forty five minutes. <laughs> this is Barry Bird also uh, played by Barry. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Perkins by Penguin. <laughs> and they were at Dean's World, and they saw us at Dean's World, and we jumped inside the trunk when they weren't looking as they ordered Burger Shot. Then uh, I remember seeing the sequence of events after it because he put it on a video. They like watched a musician. They drove from Dean's World around the entire freeways. They this went is, up to Polito. And you guys were in the trunk the whole time for this, right? We were in the trunk the whole time. This 45 is the minutes. Time, this is the first time I ever saw the Little Men's, the, like, the long trunk ride. So, so we did two, actually, in the space of a week. It was 45 minutes with Barry with the bomb, and then we jumped in forces for 70 minutes, <laughs> and then we jumped in Tessa's. We jumped in Tessa's for 10 minutes, and she threw us out near the mandible block, if you remember that. <laughs> uh, 
Wait, but it was Barry's in the parking garage when we were in forces. Yeah, yes, okay. we jumped out of forces into Tessa's. This is a good photo. Yeah, we. That was the first thing. Yeah, I have it. It's in the uh, MDW report. Yeah. It's the little ones in the corner of MRPD parking lot. Um, so we go all the way to Polito, and you know, Trolls and I, we haven't said a thing to each other for forty-five minutes straight. Right. We've we made a few, you know, whispering sounds, and a few thumps. Like I think they know that there's people in the trunk, but they don't oh, know yeah. it's us in the trunk. Well, we made it obvious because every time they would hit a bump, we'd go. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> yeah, you guys. That's one thing that really impresses me about both of you, but um, Miles, you constantly are finding ways to like enhance role play in really subtle ways. I think it's so it's so sick. Like even on, I mean, even on Stubble, whenever there's a serious situation, Connor Stubble, your cop character. Um, if it's serious, like your the the like tone of your voice changes, and it's almost like I'm actually yeah, standing in a crime scene, and I'm about to get fucking shot, and you're like, "What are you doing, you idiot? Get on the ground!" You know, and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, I do that a lot. On the ground, it's, it's shootouts. I'll, I'll just, I just, there's like a switch, and it's almost like the the PUBG background of you know just thousands and thousands of hours of crazy. Uh, heart-wrenching, adrenaline-pumping shootouts of, like, any mistake goes wrong, you know, all your progress is, is gone. And it's the same in GTA, you know, if you only have one life in a situation in NoPixel, and if you fuck that up, you're done. And at the end of the day, we're role-playing. Okay, I say we only have one life. In that situation, in the there situation, is only one yeah, life yeah, yeah. for most people <laughs> if they don't come back, which they probably shouldn't. So, so you have to, you have to treat it like if you're going down, you're dying, right? Because you're role-playing that a bullet could kill you. So double with like the tactician background and like the way the character is built with like the Jason Statham Call of Duty aspect to it. It's like I have an opportunity as double to make situations like shootouts or when, you know, there's hostages, lives are on the line to make it feel real. And that's something I really want to do because not a lot of people will take that opportunity. A lot, You know, it's sometimes you'll, you know, 78, so I'm getting shot at. Uh, help <laughs> you know it it takes you out of it and i mm -hmm. i always want to just take people into it you know put them in the scene I think and that's something job. that like you know stubble gets to do it's something i realized uh in the doc when there was a riot and i got into my like swat riot gear and i remember this riot i don't know what happened but there was five of us at the front gates and we're all in our swat riot gear and the pd arrive and i give them the debrief on the radio and it was like five of us of the DOC slow walking through the airlock as the PD arrived. And it was like the PD saw us as the, as the SWAT unit. Like, because of the way yeah. I was running it, it made yep. it feel like, you know, they're coming into something that is insane. And once I realized that happened, it was kind of like, okay, this is what I always want to do. I want to get into PD. I want to like, you know, get an air one, put people in the zone, get into the shootouts, you know, be on the ground. I think there's a clip from when uh, Buddha played as cop. Uh, James, oh, whatever he has, it's the same name as some famous bas basketball player. I'm not American. I don't know the... some random basketball player. I don't know. Not, it, he's not all that popular. So. You know that popular. I'm pretty sure it's the number one player. I, I'm yes. My mind's going blank. Big deal. Anyway, it was a BBMC shootout, and he's running around, and I'm just like. Cadet, get your head down. Get some hot cover. And he's just like, <laughs> he's oh my shit. god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> like he's just shitting bricks. Mm -hmm. so LeBron, LeBron like, James is his cop. LeBron James, that's what it was. LeBron yeah. James. So never, never heard. Of you him. know, 
like whenever I see cadets in these shootouts doing the most dumb shit, like I always go into this like you know militant sergeant like trying to get this guy to get his head down and stay alive, like your traditional mm -hmm. you know Call of Duty campaign and the uh, the AI guy telling you to stay alive. I always just get into that mode. It's so fun. It's good, yeah. Um, was there anything that inspired the way that you played Stubble? Like when you were making Stubble in your head, did Jason, you have... Statham. Jason, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. I was like. I wanted to make Jason Statham because I happened on Whitley. We were radios were acquirable on Sibs and we we're at Roosters and we were all just messing around on the radio pretending like we were like spies doing our voices. But I was like, Whitley doesn't have a spy voice. He's, you know, he's, uh, he's a pirate. <laughs> so I was like, what if I just did like a, you know, super English <laughs> Jason Statham kind of voice? And I, that was when Stubble's voice was born, was on Whitley oh, in the Roosters okay. rest. And then. The next day, I made Stubble, and I applied him for DOC. I think I, I must like, have met him so that day. That's so you good. showed up at the PD booth when yep. uh, Hydra and I, we both used to work for for PD uh, as PD lot assistants, not even as, uh, or lot attendants, mm -hmm. not even PD tow before it was uh, changed to PD tow. And this guy shows up, and he's uh, bald. Bald as know, fuck. Beautiful. He's uh, No, he was. Stubble's original face was ugly. It was bad. Like, it, it has was, changed uh, a lot. It was a little different, wasn't it? Now that I remember. It was long. You know, really long nose. Oh, it's I actually think I remember this. I think we called you like a scarecrow or something. When we first I called you a melon or something. Yeah, I called you like a watermelon. Right. Yeah, oh, who, who the they... fuck is this melon in this mm -hmm. booth? Huh? What are you, a pirate? I remember <laughs> saying that. I remember saying, what are you, a pirate? Yep. Yeah, I remember. So... <laughs> Uh, at, it might not be known for everybody listening or watching, however you are, uh, in, in taking the, uh, podcast, but we are all cops, including 52 chains, uh, who is a newly hired cadet. I'm going to go ahead and uh, say we're all pretend cops, cops in a video game. I got angry tweets today. Okay. Oh yeah. We should make sure to mention that we are all fake police officers <laughs> role-playing on a role-play server. Just, oh, just yeah. put that out there. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, so we, we all have gone through a lot as cops and miles, uh, your character still continues to inspire me. Mm -hmm. Uh, in fact, there was a situation yesterday, I believe. Yeah, it was yesterday. I was up in air one for the first time in forever. I was co-pilot and I was giving communications from the camera and there was a moment where this guy is 37 Alpha, which, for those of you who don't know, is an armored vehicle drug call oh, out of character. It's meth stuff, I believe. Uh, I, I don't exactly know. This guy pulls over on the side of the road. We've been chasing him for like 30 minutes. He pulls over, and he's ready to blast. Like, his boys have already blasted. He's ready to blast. He's probably getting low on gas, etc. Gets out of his car, starts shooting. Immediately, Connor Stubble enters my mind. <laughs> and I'm up there in the air and I go, vehicles pulling over to the side of the road. He's getting out. He's getting out. Gun in hand. Gun in hand. He's shooting. Yes. He's shooting now. He's down. He is down. And then uh, I'm like, hold fire, hold fire. And then he gets back up. And I was like, I was like, he is back up. He was just slumped. He's back up. Gun back in hand. Put him I've down. Had that I've had that happen uh, Dude, we, in a shootout. We've heard, I think he did that because, Miles, we've heard like a dozen different people at PD recount your incredible communication skills it's like being there 
it's it's well, literally like when you give comms, it's like being there. Well, it's the whole point of the comms, right? Is you are painting a picture for the people that aren't there to understand what's happening there. So when they get there, they know what happened prior to them arriving. Yep. Because if you just have, I mean, you could just give the normal comms. You know, the guy, guy's getting out of the car. You know, he's got a gun. He's shooting at this person, or you can just not say anything and let the people on the ground comment. But it's like that's the whole point of L one is you're the eye in the sky. They can focus on shooting, and you can just narrate it for everybody else coming. It's gonna be annoying for the people shooting that uh, they have this constant chatter over them as they're trying to shoot. But it also gets rid of that feeling like they have to communicate what's happening yeah. when they shoot. Mm -hmm. They can so just focus on doing on what they're gonna do, shooting back, yep. defending themselves, staying safe, etc. Whereas you can give that. I mean, that's really all you can do from up there is just give that. So all communication, I could do. Right? All I could do is give that communication. So I just try yeah. and make sure it's like, it's like a painting. That's, I'm trying that's to find a photo way. of old stubble, by the way. I can't find one. <laughs> that's one way that I really feel like you have elevated things. I always feel like, uh, especially in 3.0 with the police, police is, is, is it's ever changing. It is, it is uh, constantly hmm. churning uh, uh, the way that we do things and how, how well things are done and, and how we can improve. And I, I know, you know, some viewers, it might not seem that way, but uh, we are getting better literally all the time. And I think it's, it's this combined inspiration from each other. It's watching people do things really, really well and then trying to emulate that yourself. At least that's how it's always been for me. Right, watching somebody like Vale just confidently lead a scene or or Claire just absolutely dominate a pursuit, right? Like mm. it's it's that kind of stuff that really, really inspires me to get better and to, you know, elevate my character and, and try to uh uh you know try to try to create something that I have never done before, or try to do better than I did last time, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So very, very cool. Yeah, 3.0, I think is I think the cops are in the best position they've ever been in, especially with the different departments. I think that lends to so much internal and external role play. People have their favorite departments. They have people they want to deal with, they don't want to deal with. You have the same, like, hierarchical system. So there's no, like, oh, I outrank you in this, so blah, blah, blah. So there's no, like, trauma there. There's no issues. But then you get this incredible environment for role-playing with all these different cops i wanted to be a cop since 2.0 and i was trying to make john hydra a cop back when bundy um played by occam's saber was still a a uh, dispatch and watching i so I've, I've literally been on the sidelines watching the pd change and grow and i don't think they've ever been in a better place than they are right now i oh, mean yeah. we'll, we'll have some days where we have like like i think we had like 67 cops on duty at one point a few days ago yeah yeah it was uh it was and, 65 and no and still insane. nobody responded to 77s because <laughs> <laughs> everybody Ooh. just that's like meeting time you know mm -hmm. like everybody just wants to sit around and talk to each other and role play with each other and i mean i still think that one of the best parts of cop role play is the office role play because yeah. there's no other environment in the server where you have office role play uh like being a police officer because you have sure you have like uh, the business offices but that's very you know with business people meetings yeah. and then co you have burger shop and that's but that's like crazy uh rooster rest i feel like it did, from when we were there didn't really have that like office dynamic it was get in there work you know deal with the customers and then sometimes hang out uh like off like off the shift but with PD office role play, it's like it feels like you're in the office, just getting into the building, just talking to people, getting into random situations in the building, and it, it feels like a sitcom a lot of the time. And that's yeah. why people stack. 
because it. I feel like the roleplay has accomplished nothing matches that. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's um a certain bond that comes with role playing a cop because yeah. you are required to protect the other people around you, but in that requirement, attachment grows. So yeah. as you end up responding to more and more calls, people, you start learning people's names. You start learning people's habits and manners. You start yeah. knowing who's leading a scene without even being able to. You just can hear it. You can tell. There's so much internal growth that happens from being in PD. I think it's an incredible experience. I think if anybody's in NoPixel and wants to be a cop, you should, if you can, go to public and try to make a cop over there because it's way easier just to experience it because it's fucking awesome. It's just a different beast over there. People keep asking Public's me. a lot of fun. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. I want to. People keep asking me on John Hydra in character. They go, they go, oh, how you how you hang, handle in solo? I know it's like lonely and depressing. I'm like, what are you talking about? This shit's ex- awesome. I love it. It's fun. Yeah. It's exciting. You're never really alone. You're only ever alone for maybe 15 minutes at a time while you're looking for the next scumbag to pull over, right? And then that was my biggest advice is for solo cadets to feel lonely. I would always say just go to 77s. Someone's yeah. asking for backup. You can be that backup. You can just, you know, you're alone. Be with someone who doesn't want to be alone. It's that easy. If you I ever just... see if I ever see a cop in a in a traffic stop, I'll pull up right behind him and I'll just I'll just I'll call it in that I'm 23 to the traffic stop. 23 being arrived on scene. Um yeah, it's 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 really it's really awesome. I think it's very cool. And if anybody has an issue with like the solitude of role playing a cop, I think they're I don't want to like critique the person, but you're probably doing it wrong, right? Yeah. Just put yourself out there. Uh, while we're on the topic of the police, uh, and this is uh, this is something that I think would be really good to talk about since we have Miles here, um, I think we should speak <laughs> on reading the room. Mm-hmm. And I know this Ooh. is something this is like you know falls into like rolling with punches, etc. This is something that uh, you know every role player should have an idea of how to do. But I feel like as a police officer, as a cop on no pixel. You have a much bigger responsibility for reading the room. And uh, Miles, actually, I I think you are one of the best when it comes to reading the room. Uh, Because because of the way that you bounce between being serious and and being less than serious, you know, uh, I think you're really, really good at knowing when to take a situation very seriously or to... SBS because it's a burn character or some shit like that, right? Yeah. Um, what are, what are your thoughts on on reading the room and how do you uh, how do you go about gauging a situation? Um, honestly, I for reading the room, it's kind of like uh, let's say you have a scene, a situation. A lot of the time, you will have a director of that situation. Uh, so you know maybe it's from the criminal side and they're the one who started this whole thing. Or maybe it's from the cop side, and they're the one who starts this whole thing. Uh, a lot of the time, you know, these situations, they stay on one side. It's, you know, it's a criminal situation, it's a cop situation. But then you have situations where they clash together, and if someone doesn't read the room from one side to the other side, then it all gets bad because there is a... Just like there's a lead on the cop side, there's a lead on the criminal side. So if the lead on the criminal side doesn't read it the same, then everything falls apart. So it's, I always feel like it's my responsibility when... I'm in a situation, especially if I'm leading a situation, is to understand what the person leading on the other side is going for in this situation. Yeah. So let's say it's someone that, uh, you know, they're robbing Burger Shop, but they only have melee weapons and 
They are giving us plenty of opportunity. They don't have masks on. They're saying self-incriminating things. You know, <laughs> they are giving out things that are L's, right? They are exposing their own weaknesses. I go there and I see that situation and I think, do I need to go in here and use every single thing in my power to arrest them? Or are they giving us wiggle room where we can give that wiggle room back? Mm-hmm. And it's the exact same when you're on the criminal, it's the same way, right? It's like yeah. how you commit the crimes will warrant the police response. Hopefully, if they read the room. Like sometimes, you know, we'll be in the little ones doing the most SPS stuff and then we just get <laughs> pounded, pounded on. Yeah. And it's just like, eh, let's just go on to the next one. If, if things don't get read, that's always my mindset too, is like, is what it is. You know, the repercussions of a lot of things in NoPixel are very short and we can just get onto the next situation. Uh-huh. It's not too big of a deal. Yeah. You know, we, we get absolutely fucked. We're in prison for 20, 30 months. It's whatever. Right. You know, it's, we can get out and we can role pay in prison. I think we, there's been multiple situations where we've been thrown in prison for a very short amount of times, but because of the role pay that's in there and we have that investment through our experience in the Lottomans, we'll stay in there for like quadruple the time. So I oh, think yeah. when it comes to, to loop it back to reading the room, it's all about just understanding the intent of the other person. You know, I'm a cop and I respond to uh, a crime and they are bringing everything they can. They are trying to get away. That is the intent from the criminal. Then I, as the cop, need to bring everything I can to give them that, like, uh, tension that they need. You know, for the S-plus boost, they're bringing in their five S-plus interference vehicles. We, as the cops, have the responsibility, because they're investing hundreds of thousands into it, to bring our five interceptors, our Mm -hmm. L1, our motor. You know, we got to... Yeah, you don't. If they, the stakes are that high, we make it that high. But if the stakes aren't that high, then you got to read it and you just, you bring it back. Mm-hmm. We had a stolen B class Cognizetti today from a lone criminal by himself. And I was like, I just want me. And uh, I was riding with Luca in, in the Explorer. And just give me two cadets and a CVPR. That's all I needed for the chase. Give us a channel. And I just put the cadets in primary. I didn't care if they got away. I just, I was using that as a situation to give the cadets practice because it's a situation where. The, nothing's on the line, nothing's super intense. Nobody's going to get emotional if it goes either way. Mm-hmm, and I yeah. think that's something you got to, like, look at for each situation. It's a problem that happens a lot is people will get, like, you know, they go to one boost, they get shot when they get when they arrive, and then every other boost, they're like, fuck this person, mm-hmm. fuck all the criminals, uh, you know, we're arresting them on scene, we're not letting them get in the car, we're going to baton and pull them out, they're going to jail straight away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you have that mindset to you know, treat every single person the same, then we just get this blanket cop response to everything where it's just like, well, there's no give and take. Yeah. That's a, that's a great thing I'd written down was about um, compartmentalization. When you're role-playing either as a criminal or as a cop, it's important, especially as a cop, because you have a lot of authority and power in the server mm. to compartmentalize uh, and what I mean by that is exactly what you said. If you go to a B-class boost and you get gunned down by four dudes with AKs when, as the second you arrive, half, what what are your techniques for not taking that rage out on the next B-class boost or any other examples? Do you have any like stories or anecdotes or thoughts on that? Um, I think if a situation happens and you could tie it to that situational call, avoiding those calls for the time being you know you see a lot of the time people will avoid uh bank robberies and stuff because they have 
rough experiences. And I think it's because that is the best way to avoid, like, you know, future pain. I mean, look at, like, SWAT. You know, uh, so many people just avoid every SWAT call because they have bad experiences with SWAT. And I think it's important what is a, to What does take... a SWAT call look like? A SWAT call is going to be a shootout from the get-go, normally, because SWAT is uh, active gunfire, active gunmen. We're just going in and we're cleaning up. So SWAT, a lot of the time... Uh, well, and sometimes it's like it is designed to fail. So, like, you have the casino heist. The chances that SWAT prevail in that is, like, one out of five. So if you go into every casino thinking, oh, I'm going to die straight away, and this is just going to be me on the ground, and there's, you know, no chance that, you know, we have a PD successfully got the bad guys, then a lot of people are going to go into that with a mindset of, fuck this. Uh, there's other reasons it's bad. There's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of waiting around. A lot of just clearing random stuff. So there's a lot of negatives. So people will take those negatives from the last call and just apply it to the next. When, uh, I mean, if we use the casino from the last example, there was a situation where uh, the HOA robbed the casino. Oh. Uh, I wasn't there for it. I think it was before I was a cop. Was it? I can't remember. But there was a bomb, and they had a hostage tied to the bomb, and they had the cops with the hostage with the bomb. Cole the robbers down below and it was this amazing role play this back and forth between the bombers and the cops with the bomb and it was very unique and that was SWAT and if everybody just said oh casino is just dog shit I'm gonna die every time I'm not going to the next one then that situation would have never happened mm-hmm. I mean it's the same with like I mean the way we try and make things different with like bank robberies and the little ones if everybody treated uh, the vault for when we get ambushed pretty quickly, the same, then so many amazing bank robberies where we rob the place with a goddamn garbage truck would never have happened, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think it's just really important for everybody just to take each situation as a closed thing. I understand if you're doing it with the same people, you've had problems with the same people in the past, to kind of just be like, oh, here we go again. Uh, but I don't know. I think it's important to just, you know, remember people for their characters and like react to it appropriately when it comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Miles, miles, miles. Boy, oh boy, have <laughs> we had some times together. Mm. Oh my goodness. Um, I think there are people out there, and I, I'm not tooting our horn or tooting our own horn or anything like that, I but I, I do think there are people out there who genuinely look at characters like ours and and draw inspiration from that. Uh, be, um, one small bumble, for instance, she, uh, she made a tweet recently saying that, or showing that she, she had, uh, robbed a bank or a store or something like that, but she Picking did it, factory. she did it in role play. She didn't yeah. have the stuff needed. She didn't, you know, she didn't get in, she didn't get anything from it. She robbed it because she could. That's awesome. Because Character, why not? Man. Why not role yeah. play that you, you can, can slash right? me anything in this game. That's exactly it. And so slash that's me what, Rob's bank. That's oh what Miles and I have do been doing. Slash me only heist. Slash me has guns. Slash me has hostage. Was, slash me I takes money. I was actually <laughs> thinking about that in the shower today. <laughs> I was thinking about making a, like doing something where you only slash me. Slash me jumps on motorcycle. Slash me drives away quickly on motorcycle. And you're just running. You do like, like e-push. <laughs> like e-push. Slash me is using steering wheel. And you could be escorting me in e-chair. So we're like in the car. Oh, you just know know somebody's gonna walk up and be like, "Slash me tases you six times." Slash yeah, me slash me puts you in cups. Cups. Slash me breaks cups. Yeah. 
I'll so, have yeah. <laughs> breaks unbreakable cuffs. Are you surprised? Question mark. Slash me uses latent superhuman strength to break cuffs. We yeah, have done. Happening. We have done some amazing things just in role play. Uh, as you guys honestly, as you guys probably know, uh, we are the clothing store bandits. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. That's us. You it's just coming bitches. out today. The little minions who've been doing that. Uh, we robbed the clothing store. Probably the we were. I think we were the first in the city to uh, <laughs> to pull off the clothing store heist. Real Ooh, big, clothing uh, store heist with the three vehicle swap. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> That's right. With a oh, with the was boat. A boat was in anyone actually chasing you guys? Yes. Yeah. It was um, there like four or five cops. The tinker was, was there. Was this from a register at a clothing store? Yes, <laughs> which we can't do anymore. The clothing uh, store bandits are gone. The clothing stores have all been remodeled, and the registers are gone, or something. That's so we, gas station bandits. So, we still robbed them. We yeah, we we them. robbed one a week ago, and what I did was I just went inside and I just put on a different scarf. <laughs> I was yeah, like, like, I robbed I, this. <laughs> this is mine now. <laughs> I robbed yeah. the scarf. You're not taking it back, dude. I think the Littlemans provide. Uh, they're like a pressure release valve for the server sometimes. Whether it's criminals or cops, the Littlemans, they, people go into those situations actively and willingly because they know, I am going to laugh. I am going yeah. to have fun. And so playing a character like that is so beneficial for the server as a whole. It doesn't surprise me at all that you guys got Pryo pretty much from those characters. I mean, from, from all of your role plays, very good. But I think everybody is in agreement that it was the Littlemans that got you there, right? It was what garnered us the most attention uh, because we are just doing the most uh, obscene things, right? Uh, what is, um, have you ever done any, this is, okay, this is actually going to be a sensitive subject. Okay. Recently, both of you guys were penalized for some stuff that happened in game. We talked about it a little bit on last week. Now, Stubble, actually, or Stubble, Miles, I... You were gone for like three days or something, right? Is that were you just on vacation or did you actually get? No, I was banned. I tweeted about it. It was the same thing. Yeah, it was for the, uh, on the, the Littleman cone situation. Right? Yeah, on the Littleman's, I I placed I placed a cone on a on you Jim. A I put a cone down on the power street jump. I put one to the side, and uh, you know there was a blanket response to cones. If like anybody was fucking around with it, obviously mm -hmm. there was the 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 blow off situation, which was. Uh, you know, Troms and Cassidy. That was, that was like what brought it all to light. And then I was reached out to and asked, and I was like, yeah, you know, this is what happened. This is when I did it. This is what I did. And then they were like, well, you get him, you get him banned. Three day ban, and then fourteen day suspension from PD whitelist after. And that suspension came on Stubble because of the actions I did on Jim abusing the whitelist. A lot of people were confused by that. They're like, you know, why yeah. Stubble? You know, suspended. He didn't do anything, but it's. It's an out of character suspension because it was a abuse of the whitelist mm -hmm. on an out of character level. It wasn't an in character thing. Yeah. So even though Jim did it, it was still me that abused the whitelist that Jim had that Stubble also had. Mm -hmm. So there was a reason it was taken away. And I don't know, a lot of people just couldn't understand that, that it was just suspended on it from everything. Yeah, I think people get very passionate and also don't have all of the information and sometimes yeah. can can kind of freak out. So this is the time you've gotten banned. Have you ever been banned before this? 
Never had a single hiccup before this. Have you? A, uh, I've been trying to make out. I, I listen, Troms, <laughs> he, he, he dances the line. I, I hold him back. You know, I, I was doing a good job. I, I was doing really good. <laughs> so Where were you, man? Where were you? <laughs> it was Love. me. I was the problem. <laughs> so before, uh, before now, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, in character, uh, Tim Littleman, my, my character, is the older brother. He's supposed to be the more responsible, the brains. But uh, as it turns out, the uh, the true brains, the true responsible one is, uh, is Miles' character, Jim. Mm. And the muscle, Jim. Uh, He's got the street smarts. You know, I have made... I have. I have done, I have made a couple, a little, a couple small mistakes. Never, never, you know, caught any infractions or anything for it. But boy, oh boy, am I lucky to have Miles right there next to me who said, who slaps me across the face and says, you are so stupid. You are the dumbest. <laughs> I'm just I'm like, man, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure our first time back on the Littleman's after the suspension, he did something. I was like. I don't want to go on another business trip like <laughs> we, we just got back <laughs> this guy's already trying to do wild shit. <laughs> that's too yeah funny. yeah oh, ridiculous um <laughs> it's so good to have you there though <laughs> i gotta admit you've saved me uh, more times than i can count you know i wouldn't even say it maybe necessarily saved me but you're kind of that voice of reason that i think sometimes i need right i think yeah. uh uh, we we balance each other very very well. I think uh, I've I've you know what also surprised me, and I noticed this with you as well, Hydro. When we uh, interact with each other, there are certain people that you role play with who it's like you just are connected in some way. Like you you have a a a yeah. A you're just a similar wavelength, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. because there have been many many times where I'm role playing with with my I don't have a brother. I have a, I have a sister. And I have honestly, I've never felt like that kind of wavelength with with any sibling, right? But with Miles, it's like we're always on the same page. This we, so many times we've said the exact same thing to the most like random questions. We just we'll get asked something away. and we'll both just answer, and it'll be at the same time, the exact same words. Yeah. Like yep. it's and it, it it doesn't even come as a shock either. It just it just I just laugh and I'm like, yep, that is typical of that's my of, boy. <laughs> us yeah that's my boy yeah when the three yeah. of us i so recently i was trying to get john hydra my cop character to ride along with um moosebeard um and i was like hey like in characters like let's i want you to like really critique me because i want to make sure that i'm actually learning right i know we have fun and i goof around and i'm probably one of the more animated cadets right because i feel like i can read the room and i can walk the line and i do have like the the time to kind of be able to go further than some of the cadets do. But I want to make sure that I'm not also not becoming a good RP cop, right? So at like three times in a row, I've tried to ride with Moosebeard to like have him like critique me. And every time it, people just see us together and go, oh, this is going to be fun. And so we run into like the most, even we'll go to like bank robberies and it turns into like, uh, like I'm almost passing out from laughing situation. And so we we agree. We're like, all right, we're just not going to do this anymore because it's not working. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait till I'm like pull officer and ride together because this is just not going to fly. And the same thing happens even with stubble. When I ride with stubble, I can hear you getting annoyed that I'm making you laugh because you're trying <laughs> to be serious. 
And it's just like we have this like this like you're like you said, we're on the same wavelength of where we're trying to have fun and be entertaining for our chat and also make sure the people around us are actively participating and having a good time. It's very fun. Um, but it can also be a problem sometimes. Do you ever wish that you could kind of do like an RP reset and be like, okay, all right, we're done laughing, everybody we're super serious now, go. That's something sometimes I uh, wish I could do that. I don't know. I don't know, because it would feel so natural. Yeah. You know, it's like Humor is a very real thing in real life, and that's why it's so present in roleplay, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you're hanging out with your friends, jokes happen all the time, even in serious situations. And it's the same thing. I mean, it's the whole point is for roleplay to, you know, be not real life, but, you know, you're trying to replicate it with mm -hmm. your characters. So trying to ground it in reality with those humorous moments, I think, is really important. I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, if a situation did ever need to get serious, uh, you know, you know, Corner Stubble is going to be the first person to get serious. I think I've Crack actually... down, boys. All right, listen up. Shut up and listen. We've got up. mission. Yeah. It's time to go. Get pants up. T-shirt down. <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, I'm just now ordering a Scarlet 2i2 preamp, which should allow me on my dual PC setup because I have a Yamaha um, mixer. Uh, and it doesn't allow my voice changers to work for whatever reason. So because I'm Wait, getting the Scarlet 2i2. The return I of might Krim be able Littleman? To bring hyena Littleman? Krim Littleman? Littleman, yeah. And not just be Krim Littleman. Hyena the Littleman. real Krim Littleman. Yeah. You know, I have a Krim, I have two Krims on my phone. One is Krim and one is uh, Neil O'Brien, an SDSO cop that I haven't seen in two or three months, uh, told right. me on the while well, we're on the little man's with a little man voice changer on and said it was crim and told us to meet up i knew it wasn't crim i know, I know crim you know, he's <laughs> a hyena laugh and i was like crim you're back where are you and then we met up with him and it was it was a cop what a surprise Whoa. and uh and then i think he arrested us <laughs> i i love when people <laughs> do like uh you know traps and like the, we will always play into oh, them 100 like, we'll, we'll fall what, for anything i think <laughs> I think you had been arrested for something, and I had a stolen CVPI. Oh, it was when we stole a CVPI, and I stayed in the back of the car. It was four, four, four other people, all ran on foot. I just stayed in the back. All the cops followed. So when all the cops left, I just got in the car and drove away. <laughs> and um, I ended up selling the CVPI to a cop. I can't remember who the cop was, <laughs> but they... So uh, off the water. They, they, like... They called me from an unknown number. They were doing like a fake voice. I knew it was them, but I still like called for them. And they were in an interceptor. I was in a beaten up CVPI. I tried to drive. I tried and I tried. And then they pit me like 130 on the freeway and I flew out. And oh, I just, oh, can I just say that was the funniest thing? The last time we were in the Littlemans, uh, we, we got given this like S plus really insane vehicle that we just clown around in for like six hours straight. No one could catch us because the vehicle was too good. And in the end, I had to call Bison, who was leading the pursuit. And I was like, uh, pits at 150 miles per hour and over are authorized. And then I just hung up. And he oh, was just like, say less. Double? Oh, it's so good. No, no, no. no. I, ca oh, no, okay, I called okay. him Jim. This is on the little men's. Yeah, on I the thought little you I just... called him as your other character to imply like that. No, 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 no. Do you ever do you ever do that? Do you ever um? Oh, uh, we've done that call? a few times. How do you feel? Uh, do you feel like that's a gray area? Do you feel like that's? Like... I think it's a funny bit. I don't think it's something to do seriously. Yeah, but it's a funny bit. 
there's no like I agree 100 percent. i would i do it as a joke often but i would never do it if something were impactful like oh we can only move forward if stanky leg calls us right now and admits to doing it i would never then go get on the phone and go ah, hi i admit it you got me you fools like that's that's cringe all right gentlemen gonna direct your attention to the uh the discordian oh yeah give me one uh, second where you will find a clip of what miles was just talking about uh, for those of you at home uh check the links uh we'll have this uh link available for you so somewhere this should be in or, the studio uh, section right the fabulous hydra please will uh possibly put it up on screen for you. you i don't know how this works okay i'm just a host can you make it uh, but this hi this is uh a scene that we had recently the one miles was speaking about where we had an s plus vehicle we had no intentions of getting away as always we we had planned to be caught there goes this camera it died 62 percent. 62 percent. i was checking okay okay, okay. <laughs> um we we had no intention of getting away miles the genius that he is the absolute uh, 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 an amazing role player calls up bison and says you can pit at 150 because we're highway blasting you so we get up past Polito, and uh this is is boba bison uh uh, lieutenant corporal captain captain captain, captain bison <laughs> captain. captain bison this is captain bison's point of view of maybe lieutenant at the time him successfully getting a pit on the little mins all right we'll set it to zero and we'll go three two one play okay all right i'm ready when you boys are all right three two one play Passing I, the place. Open. I love that right. he his, he's got a win-loss ratio <laughs> <laughs> if you listen carefully, you can hear us pleading for our lives at this point, realizing. <laughs> uh, the funny part was uh, that thing's got a harness in it, so we impacted the. We tree. all survived. <laughs> we all survived. We're, we're in the wind, boys. Laughing. Oh, his laugh is infectious. It's so. Oh, it's so. It's really good. They're off, they're off the wrist here. That's this, so this, good for me is the ideal situation where you know we're giving somebody else a good fun something right no they're not taking it overly serious they're they're taking it serious enough because it's their job but oh and we're just having a good time it's it's Absolutely. i i believe that at the heart of what we do on no pixel the absolute boil it down to its simplest elements the dating scene. having fun oh. is the the biggest part right <laughs> And as long as everybody's having fun, I think the role play will come. The role play will be good. I have fun when I win. <laughs> oh, you okay? Hmm. We're gonna have to put you in the the W streamer group. I actually you think get, I know whoa. you're joke. I know you're joking, maybe, but um, I think taking L's. We've talked about this before on the podcast, so I don't want to like rehash yeah. it too much. But taking L's creates the most content. It's the most fun, unless you interact with somebody who only takes W's. It's like rock, paper, scissors. L's only, L chasers only lose to W chasers. Because typically, L chasers attract goofballs, right? If you are obviously chasing an L, you attract goofballs. But if you attract a W chaser, it's like, oh man, like this could have been really funny. And instead, I'm going to jail for 600 months. I'll never forget the first ever time Stubble met James Randall. It was when, <laughs> uh, for some reason, Space Boy did a Shift 1 stream. And uh, uh, he was just tr walking around at James Randall, and I think he got inside someone's tow truck. And then uh, they were grinding, and they were like, 
like this guy's just in a car. So then they escorted him. Well, one had a kni- one had a knife, then escorted him. Put and force escorted him. Got in a trunk of the car so that James, who also had a knife, wouldn't stab them. <laughs> they were just like, it's like we got to grind, but then this guy's trying to stab us and get in our situation because James Randall. So they just escorted him to stop him, and then they were just. I uh, he was nine one one from the trunk, so I was like, "Where are you, James?" And I wanted this massive chase across the city, and they went to the airport where I think they were going to put him in a plane and then kill him <laughs> while escorting him. And I came there, and then I, you know, I put my gun against the guy who was escorting James, and I made him put James down. And then Space Boy, as soon as he was getting on a escorted, just stabbed the guy. <laughs> and, like, me and Stubble, I was just like, like, from what I had seen, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So I was just like, Mr. Randall, put the knife down. And, you know, he surrendered. And then I, uh, you know, these guys, they got stabbed by him. They were so confused. I arrested them. I didn't arrest. I didn't arrest Space Boy. <laughs> like Space Boy, he understands the game of give and take so mm-hmm. well. And James, in this situation, he was the victim. He was kidnapped, and he was a frail old man who was afraid for his life. As you know, they were gonna kill him, and uh, you know he just defended himself. Mm-hmm. So then Star Wars just let him go. <laughs> I was just like, get to go, you know. I think it was the first ever situation that I was primary and I ran off as a full deputy. It was my, it was my second day as a full deputy. I remember oh, getting yeah. on duty and this happening. And I was just like, this was just so fun to lead and be able to pull the strings where I wanted to and let the situation go. Because James was the leader from the other side, the criminal side. He was the, mm-hmm. the director from earlier that I was talking about. Right. And I was the first time in the director seat on the cop side. And I was able to say... Let him go. We're arresting these guys. He was the one who was trying to get a loss here. You know, he's playing a vulnerable old man that was just in a tow truck. They were trying to get this W. This is where the role play should go. Mm-hmm. And like, and it was great. And it was the first time they'd ever been arrested. And I like, <laughs> I brought them. I, I put them through the books. I like, I love you know, I, I love their first arrest. I just I love arresting people and making it an experience mm-hmm. right. because it's like processing should be something that isn't just like oh your, your charges going to prison again yeah I have, a, I have a strategy for arresting either new people or people that um I think will like really enjoy the experience I take them to Davis because we have, oh I love Davis PD I use it all the time to to I, I let them have an experience that isn't bogged down by the presence of others right. Yeah. In reality, on NoPixel, we're almost almost everybody's streaming, so nobody's ever not watching, right? But there comes this sort of role play experience wherein you are the only two visible people in the room. That then you can really like get somebody to come out of their shell and like show their true colors without like getting embarrassed. And if you're playing somebody silly like John Hydra or Moosebeard, and or somebody who role plays really well like Stubble who's like a really serious cop, you can really draw these characters out and have a really incredible experience. I think Davis is a great role play tool. I think I agree with that. I think it's, it's easier in the less crowded environment. MRPD can get a yep. little, especially when there's so many cells and then somebody who's more boisterous or louder will come in and kind of, uh, it, they don't even mean to because they're still just continuing whatever situation they're on. But God forbid stinky know, like gets arrested while their fucking cells are full. Yeah, yeah, they'll, uh, uh, someone like that will kind of dominate, uh, I, I, I will admit I've been guilty of it before about 
going to prison and just uh <laughs> being loud immediately and uh you know someone else is already there they've they've been doing their scene and whatnot but then we come in and uh you know <laughs> we're just a little loud and kind of interrupting their scene so i could definitely see like or or see why da bringing somebody to davis would be would change the scenario right and for those that don't know davis is just another jail cell that you can arrest people from in the in the no pixel server miles yeah. at what point when you were role-playing on no pixel did no pixel begin to feel like a potential career move the first day i uh i had already decided no pixel was a career move before i had done it because uh so i started streaming in December of 2017, the first ever streamed, I had a VR headset, it was an Oculus Rift, and I was showing my friends that I've been playing PUBG for the last seven months, Minecraft and VR. I was like, uh, I didn't want to, I, I couldn't find a way to stream it over Discord, so I was like, oh, well, Twitch is a thing, I've been watching Shroud the last two or three months, so why don't I just stream it on Twitch to them, because I have it, I have an account. So I streamed it to them, and then, you know, everybody liked it, and then I was like, why don't I just do this? Because it's it's so much better to, sh like, at the time, you know, we would always play PUBG every day. And, uh, we you know, not all the people could fit in the squad because we had, like, a good group of people playing it. So I was like, why don't I just stream on Twitch to them while we all hang out and vibe? And then eventually I started getting viewers. And, you know, I, I don't need to go through my entire uh, PUBG career because it's four years, but roller coaster. But TODR is, in the end, after 7,000-something hours, uh, become a PUBG partner, uh, going through the leaderboards, getting number two in Europe. Nice. Uh, I became extremely, extremely burnt out. I was done. I had done everything I could. Uh, it got to a point where I was streaming, instead of the eight hours of my schedule every day, I was streaming like two, three, maybe four, ending the stream, uh, and just watching other people's streams that I was enjoying on non-PUBG, watching TV. I was just, I had no purpose. And I was full-time streaming because this was a pandemic. And I, it was just coming after my big blow-up of PUBG, Twitch partner, you know, my all-time peaks. I was somewhere between 100, 150 to sometimes 300 viewers. And that was all, the dust was settling, but I was burnt out. I wasn't enjoying it anymore. So you were able to transition. And that was, so that was the end of 2020 and 2021 january i barely streamed pubg and the february happened the third of february fourth of february no pixel 3.0 trailer and i was like this is amazing this is so cool i love gta i've never role played before i've seen the gta blew up in 2018 because i was very avid on twitch but i didn't really watch a lot i just knew of it i always knew that it was there i just never really touched it i knew of people like uh Eugene and yep, Vader and I knew of Space Boy and then it was the first day of 3.0 and I was watching Soda Pop in, in Burger Shot <laughs> and it was chaos. There was just bit after bit after bit after obscene thing after death after RDM after explosion after gunfight fist fight obscene drama sabotaging there was spying on people uh, then I would watch, um, in the mornings, oh, what was his name? Oh my God. 
How am I forgetting his name? The uh, the Polish Rob. I was watching Rob in the mornings. Rafflegator. You know, Gator. Yeah. Amazing. I'd watch him in the mornings. Uh, so you know, coming from PUBG, I was I I like kept an eye on like the just chatting people. So uh, Nim, I watched him on mm. NoPixel as Frank. He was amazing. Forza played for a while in 3.0, right? Austin, I like I liked uh, Sven. <laughs> I don't really watch a lot of Sven streams, but it was one day I was it was like it was like a weekend. I was watching Burger Shot, and this there was the same reoccurring bit where this angry, rich, Asian old businessman would come in and absolutely just humiliate Kevin Whippleu, and that was Lang Buddha, and he would just torment him. And then one day he set up a business meeting with Kevin Whippleu, and he brought him to the Rooster's Rest, and I saw the interior of the Rooster's Rest for the first time, and it was this amazing labyrinth. And uh, right then, like a weekend. Of me streaming, you know, four or five hours a day, watching notebooks every day. It was a weekend. I said, I was like, I need to apply. Like, I need to get in here. This, this is the content I want to watch. Because mm -hmm. uh, at the time, I was also watching, um, I was watching the kind of YouTube where people do like, not scripted bits, but people, you know, the, the style of like videos. Like were, Frost with his um, Rust videos where he'll like, do like, yeah, like cin uh, cinematic Frankie on PC, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, kind of like that. Um, I actually, yeah, I was inspired by Frankie. Actually, Me too. In my PUBG a big days, I made some, I made some PUBG cinematics actually. Oh, that's awesome. There's, there's some dust somewhere. Uh, there's some, there's some really shit ones, some okay <laughs> ones, but um, I was inspired by like uh, like your J Slat, you know, like your people that are just constantly just doing bits while playing games, mm -hmm. and then notebooks kind of just felt like a col like a culmination of everything. I'd ever experienced on Twitch perfectly thrown into something. It was, mm -hmm. That's a fun game. You know, you have acting and role playing that. Uh, I loved acting in school. I did drama in school. It was one of the, so in the UK, there's, uh, at the end of school, there's like, you can, three or four subjects, you can focus on them. And drama was one of them. I did extra work on a few Netflix shows. I, you know, tried a few things. And then did Twitch you ever get was, any? Uh, I did a few, I did a few extra things. I, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a trailer. And uh, my face is in a single frame for oh, a single Netflix show we gotta find for the it. second season. Pretty cool. 13 Reasons I am, Why. Poggers, dude. Guy who sits on a rock in one frame. Oh, That's me. Shit. Okay. I'm in the background and I'm like, it. what is it? Yeah, you, you come on. You, I know you got the link somewhere. This guy's I'll got a picture. It's his background. This man has a oh, I can't, photo I can't remember out. the name of the show. Um, it was it, it, it's a really bad show it's set for like it's for like eight-year-olds i can't remember veggie tales it's good money extra work is really good money it's insane um we'll get to that later okay, okay. so um <laughs> where was i uh so i had just found out you know that no pixel was what it was so i just spent the next three weeks streaming two or three hours in the morning so i was still streaming every day and then applying studying learning about roleplay and i got declined four times whoa and i knew i knew scary. so you you only get five applications yeah i knew that this was what was next for me i had done pubg four years seven thousand two hundred hours i'm done i'm over that i needed something this was the biggest thing on twitch ever since i started streaming i had never been streaming the game right pubg was very on its own and this was the game. Yeah. And I knew like the, this was it. This is the this is the chance. I, like this is the opportunity to you know 
get somewhere else. And, uh, you know, I got in on my fifth application. Uh, I actually talked to someone that did the apps once, and they, like, read one of my apps. It was so humiliating. It was, it was horrible. My apps were dog shit. They're so bad. <laughs> what was bad about them? Um, I just didn't understand roleplay. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. You didn't... I thought I did, did, did but Did I you didn't. end up reaching out to anybody saying, hey, like, I keep screwing up my applications? No. 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 I just winged it. Wow. I just kept on just trying to understand, like, what people are doing and finally understood the game of give and take. And that's kind of what it is when you boil it down. It's just... It's, just, it's, it's a game of give and take. So... Um, did you find it hard to transition from a uh, competitive FPS to a uh, competitive FPS with open mics? <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing: uh, PUBG has open mics. Oh, it has uh, it has easy transition. It has something called all chat on it, and it's something I utilized. I was one of the few people that I saw the content in uh, VoIP people, in PUBG. Yeah. Like um, there was a bit where uh, I plugged my webcam as my oh. in-game mic. There's and I put the game all the way to 150%. Oh, Xbox mode. Nice. Xbox mode on crack. And I would use it. And it was a really funny way to... <laughs> like drown to, out sound and stuff? To get really good clips. Because PUBG... There's a, there was a website called PUBG Report. Where it would find Twitch VODs of streamers against other streamers. So you could see when you killed a streamer. And <laughs> I would have this mic thing. And if I knew someone else that I knew was in the game. I was like, this is the easiest clip ever. Old chat, webcam mic, scream into it, run at them. They're, all their sounds are gone. But the most important thing about PUBG is footstep sounds, knowing where they're coming from. And I, I would call it the cannon, and I would just blast it into their eardrums. And <laughs> there's so many clips of people just, what's happening? You know, it was stun locked, and then I just killed them. And it was just the stupidest thing, because you could still make out what I was saying. And I think one of them was me shouting like, get fucked. <laughs> and then I was like, and then he dies. I'm like, GG, man. But like, it's like this webcam mic, just like ear blasting, peeking on every, oh, it was horrible. That's great. But um, the swap to NoPixel from PUBG was, um, it was a stressful one because pandemic, really? uh, you know, job was lost, which was my income. Uh, PUBG, I was comfortable but I wasn't happy, so I needed to make that jump. And was it the pace, or was it like, was it outside of the game? Was it factors such as viewership, or yeah, yeah, like I would definitely like like an outside thing, like in game, like I'm I'm always loving it, but it's still like the stressful factor that it is my job and it is my income, and swapping over like last summer, um, I think I averaged over a couple three through like two or three months where I got like really slow in the DOC days, like end of the summer. Like, my average went down to, like, around 35, uh, 40 viewers. And in comparison, that's what my average was for the 18 months prior to my boom to get Twitch Partner. So all my progress over the year prior, so, you know, 18 months straight of streaming, I'd have, like, 25 to 35 to 40 viewers. I then get Twitch Partner, and then up there in the hundreds. And then I move from GTA to, sorry, from PUBG to GTA. And after, like, four or five months a slow decline, I was back where I was. And that, like, those few months, not just, like, viewership-wise, which is something that you're always conscious of, but, like, financial-wise, you know, it got tough. It got, you know, uh, everything declined. And, you know, I was, like, conscious of every single penny that I spent. I, I had no expenses. Like, my all my money was paycheck, rent, 
uh, you know, maintenance of like all the power and everything, and then everything for like, for, like I would say like five or six months, and then at the end of the DOC, uh, people kind of recognize Stubble as the DOC guy. The there's, DOC. There's, there's always one of those, right? Like uh -huh. it was Fontaine, yeah, and then it was Stubble. There was a few months where there was nothing really, no one else like really streaming DOC. You were and doing then Stubble got that recognition. And then, as, and then I was able to use the momentum from that right into PD application. Then I came into PD running. And the last eight months have been really good. It's like where I am right now, not including the hiccup that was the last two weeks. You know, <laughs> you know, a bunch of cone heads. A bunch of cone Not including that. Like where, where I am right now is higher than I ever was in PUBG. Mm -hmm. and You're crushing. It's, it's been really good because... It was really bad, but it was something that I felt I needed to do. So the swap from PUBG to GTA was something that I felt necessary, but it came very bumpy. And I mean, in the end, I mean, I'm happy where I am now. I just hope momentum keeps going. Mm -hmm. Maybe, hopefully. Yeah, I um, maybe. I, I think I think that's an awesome trajectory. <laughs> I think the move is super good. I transitioned from originally I was like a variety streamer and then I started playing Call of Duty Blackout. Um, and that when it Oof. first came out, the BR was so good and it, it got no. not good fast. But before no. that, I was in a top 200 um, duos or quads. I don't remember PUBG group. And so we were like in the top 200 and it was we were doing really good. We like were I don't want to say the inventors of, but we were early adopters of the smokescreen meta. For like late late game like circle pushes. Was it before or after they changed it? Uh, I'm trying to think. Y'all you, you be talking about PUBG, so I want to think about like, <laughs> you know when it was. I don't recall, but it was um it was pretty early, so it might have been before before smoke grenades were actually very good when they were still client side, I think. Oh yeah, it was dog shit. Yeah, but you could still use them. Um, and I I moved from like shooter to shooter to shooter. I was playing Escape from Tarkov when that came out. I was uh literally a I try. I, I would have been an alpha supporter of Tarkov, but my bank was like, because I tried to buy it and then I tried to upgrade it to EOD, and then my bank was like, "Hey, we noticed like two two hundred dollar purchases from Russia. Um, we're not letting that slide." And I was like, "No, let it slide, let it slide." So I ended up going through the next day. So I didn't. I streamed that for a little while back when it was like like when almost nobody was streaming it. Like this is like when Willers was like a two viewer Andy, right? And I was like chilling in his chat, and then I. I started watching RP and then I realized I was like, Oh, like this is what I want to be doing. Like I've always played D and I've always been like role playing. I've always been like the hypothetical question guy. I've like such a big imagination for things that it, like there's, this is the obvious like transition. So, but I didn't have the viewership that you did. So for you to be able to transition into kind of a career move into no pixel, I think is so sick. How do you have any advice for people that are, if you would consider them like good role players, how to stream better? Because I think both you and Troms do a really good job of like interacting with your chats. You do a really good job of like keeping your streams entertaining. What do you think you're doing differently than other people? That is a, Hmm. I feel like it's, it's almost impossible to give an answer to that because that's the beauty of Twitch and streams and NoPixel is NoPixel is 250 people on the server every single day with maybe like, let's say 100 to 150 streaming it. 
and these are hundreds of 150 streams slash TV shows with different uh, main characters, all different styles, and they're all entertainment in entertaining in different ways, right? Like, if you open, like, let's say Arkham's uh, Bundy stream recently, like, the way his... The drama of the characters it feels like um it feels you know, like, like a real drama you see on tv yeah. and then you jump on you know chief stream you know with fingal dan or you jump <laughs> on uh i mean it's the same with moose brother with his streams with like the uh the heavy role play and everything that's uh <laughs> no not you yeah uh, no he, didn't, he moose, didn't say moose brother. taffy he didn't say moose taffy no that's uh, no that's mandem i meant the other one uh, the other um one. yeah the other one uh, so it's like each stream is so different in so many different reasons, and they are di they're entertaining for different reasons. Uh, so I think it's just like finding what make makes yours entertaining and then focusing on that. And then I think it just comes naturally, right? There's no there's no YouTube presence for NoPixel where... I mean, there is, but it's Not all really, just from yeah. like hog clips. There's no like... There's no out of Twitch presence for no pixel really that is like a defining factor in people's viewership or like bringing it in like you know you have like warzone you know their stream has become big because of their tiktoks mm -hmm. fortnite becomes big because of their youtube videos same with minecraft on twitch you know you have these categories where you know these other websites are big factors on the viewership but on no pixel it's like no pixel is a twitch thing mainly and it's kind of like where it exceeds is just bouncing off from other people. You know, finding people that are similar to you in roleplay and just bouncing off each other. And yeah. It's a community. Just, yeah, like growing together. You mm -hmm. know, it's like... Like I want... When I'm in the Littlemans, I want the people that love Jim for what he is to find Troms on Tim and love him for what he is, right? Oh, and yeah. it's like... It's like Package deal, we, baby. Yeah, we grow together, right? It's like, I want the people around me, like, you know, if I'm on duty and there's someone I really like patrolling with and I feel like they mesh well with what, like, kind of I am, mm -hmm. I want my people to go there and enjoy what they are. Yeah, there's and, a... Cause it's, it's kind of what it is at the end of the day. Like, no, because it's just, like, TwitchCon, but virtual, and everybody's <laughs> collabing constantly, and it's all about just finding people that is similar to what you are. And then everybody just growing together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a saying. That's kind of how a, it is. Rising tides raise all ships, right? So as mm -hmm. as we go up, we can oh, pull oh, other yeah. people up. Hey, hey, hey! Still the best pirate voice. I remember when I was like, you know, hey, you gotta do a seaman voice, and you were just I'm you a just pirate. did the same. <laughs> yeah, it was just that. <laughs> Ahoy! I'm a pirate. <laughs> Oh, All right. Uh oh. Checking camera presented. Okay, okay. While you're doing that, I have a little video clip for us to watch. 45%. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to post it. I love videos. Hooey. I hope it's like a. I've been doing like a. Uh oh. <laughs> on a. On a. On gym. I'll be like, uh oh. No, please, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, no. Someone dug deep. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, I don't think there's any voiceover, which is... Is there? I don't really? know. We're going to find out. What are you... Are you at the timestamp? Yep. Wow. Oh, I'm not at the timestamp anymore. Hold on. Uh, the timestamp is 5 minutes, 45 seconds. This is one of the greatest moments ever, man. This was so fucking funny. 
That was like look I remember at having like guy. Look at him. Look how nice my old setup. That's the same room. It's just uh. This is my voice before uh, Whitley, by the way. Before oh, Whitley hey. just right, Before we get it started, hold on. I'm having some technical difficulties here. A quick question for you, Miles. Uh, when yeah, did you replace up? the batteries in that clock? Oh, my God. I did the other day when I cleaned <laughs> my room. I did it, man. I don't know, man. I, I, I did it the other day, and was... uh, I took the old battery out. I just... Didn't put a new one in. Ah, so you okay, so that's yeah, not replacing the batteries then. That is just removing the batteries. <laughs> I removed the old one. I just I couldn't find a new one. All right, I, I, I think did I, I did this without any audio, so I think I found us a good position here. Alright, we'll do a three, two, one play. Everybody ready? And we're just gonna watch ready. just a little bit of this clip. Alright, three, two, one, play. I like the Kappa. This guy's really embracing Twitch. I was I was big on the Twitch meta and everything in my room. He now has a buggy and a bike over there. The odds that he comes and grabs the UAZ have been you, uh, slashed. This is, we're watching, we're watching Miles in PUBG. Hiding oh, yeah, in somebody might... else's car. So sad. I see him. You guys see him looting? Wait, do you, are you also cutting in their yes. point of view? Cinema, I'm cutting in cinematic view. Oh, so we're watching you, somebody you save the sneak replays. up to the car. They don't yeah. see him. Miles is wearing an all black outfit with like a mask on. Oh. So it's really difficult to see him. Yeah, that's me right there. Uh, how does he not know? <laughs> he that's me right there. Right next. He, could, he could kiss him and he doesn't see him. And then boom! Oh no. Third person view, right? Like a uh, cinematic replay view. Obviously, he's not playing first person perspective, right? So he's not like backing up. I think he is. I view. think he is. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he did a double oh, take. God. He did a double take. Oh god. No way, dude. Oh, he did do the double take. Oh, shit. But wait for it. He tries to kill me. But the best play of my goddamn life is about to happen. Wait, what? How does he not know that you're still alive? Wait, he, so you jump out of the car to, oh, and then jump the back man. in the car. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wait. He throws yeah. a pan and kills this man. Incredible. Yep. All right, I'll pause it. Yep. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Um, so actually, here, here's something that's very interesting that I find about NoPixel is we have people from all over every community. People oh, are coming amazing. in from every different type of content, whether it was FPS or variety gaming, or we've had literal actors on the server, Felicia Day. We've got MTV stars, you know, uh, the 50, 60 year old Andy Milanakis on the, on the server. Uh, it, I just love that we have this whole group of people from all over the world who are just uh, doing the same thing. Uh, I know for, I know, I know of at least one person that you've met who previously came from PUBG. Uh, my boy, is it Ninja? Nolte. Oh, no, it's, uh, <laughs> Oh my God! I have to pee, I, gentlemen. I'll let you guys keep going. Why am I blanking his name on his name, Miles? You you know um, oh, Moses? Yeah, Derek. Uh, Moses. That's it. Uh, for some reason, I, I I just know him by McNulty, and that's all I can get him get in my mind. I honestly Moses. think Moses might be one of the, he might have been one of the reasons I got into PUBG. Um. So I know it wasn't one of the reasons I got into it, but he was one of the reasons I excelled in it. 
is if you don't know Moses' background, obviously everybody knows that he was a caster in PUBG. He nope. was the caster in like some of the biggest tournaments PUBG ever had. If and... I might add to that, Rivington from our the Little Man's Uncle was also yeah, he... a huge League of Legends showcaster. He was. So it was LCS and all that too. So meeting him, I was a little. Also, Golden Boy. Golden Boy was on the server too. So. Mm. Right, Before Moses was a caster, he was a YouTuber who made uh, guides to PUBG, and he would break down the mechanics of the game. He would break down uh, a lot of you know how the guns work, everything like that. Uh, if I go to uh, his oldest, uh, I, I find that so wild. I don't know what it is. I I, I feel I, like maybe young me or there's there's a part of me still maybe that feels this but starstruck almost that like oh, we interact amazing. with these these kinds of people every single day yep uh it just it still blows my mind right so uh, i remember it used to blow my mind and i remember coming to nopixel you know never ever interacted with anyone big on my second on my second day in the server i was walking around and uh you know uh, I remember looking inside of Burger Shaw and seeing uh, Jean-Paul. And I was just Ooh. like, Jean-Paul? I was like... Can't say I've heard of him. I was like, that's, that's actually XQC, the biggest streamer on this, you know, in the entire platform. He was getting like 150,000 viewers on, uh, on Twitch. And I remember seeing him and I just remember walking the other way. I was like, there's no way. I'm not going into a room with that guy. Like, fuck that. I remember he actually was going through Yellow Pages and he called me a few weeks later uh, for some random thing. He was like trying to, he was like pranking someone else and then ended up in a conversation with me. And I remember just doing full Whitley voice and just, it was then I was like, this, is, uh, this, this guy's just the exact same. Yep. You know, he's just, it's just a guy playing a game, just the same just as I am. And it was the same with like, I quickly realized that, you know, working with Buddha in uh, Rooster's Rest, you yep. know, uh, Getting on the Littlemans and Summer arresting us. Kyle. I, Kyle arresting us, you know, running into Kyle all the time, running into yep. S-Fan and Moo Moon the first day, yep. like, run the Littlemans. <laughs> we had streamers with, like, 30,000 viewers between them interacting with us, and we would just, we just treat them like they were the anybody people. else in the server, yep. and they're just people role-playing. Over Hacks or Nova. Just... And it was amazing. And it was just yep. like, that, that was when I was like, yeah, these, these guys are just they're people like us, and... Mm -hmm. I no longer had that whole like, oh, these huge right. streamers is someone that I am intimidated by. They're there was people... definitely some anxiety at first, at least for me, where it's like, whoa, do I have what it takes to, you know, walk toe to toe to, to stand where he stood, you know, like that kind of thing. And uh, yeah. it, it's just people, right? It's, it's just people doing what they do. Some, I still feel like I, I don't do it as well as some people do. I, you know, and I'm still competing to stand toe to toe with some of the best role players, honestly, in the world, uh, because I feel like we do we do something that's extremely unique on the server when it comes to role play. Um, I mean, even even uh, Twitch channels like um, uh, what's what's that 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 D and D channel that everyone loves, number one on Twitch with the guy who played uh, in Overwatch. I, I don't know. You guys you guys have probably heard about it before. Uh, uh, it, they only do their 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 streams, their campaigns for like a few hours or whatever it is, and mm -hmm. then you know they play their characters and then they're done. Some days we go ten, 
12, 36, 72 hours. Yeah, I've done a 36-hour stream. Yeah, I've... Miles has done a 444-hour stream. No, I haven't. I've only ever done, like, 30-something. I heard Miles is actually Ludwig. You know, it was my thing in 2019. Uh, was I was like the guy in PUBG that just banged out 24 hour streams. I would do multiple 24 hour streams a month. In the year of 2019, I did 29 24 hour streams over that year. I think I did four in December. I remember December, I was like, I'm going to fix my sleep schedule. I'm going to do a 24 hour <laughs> stream. The dumbass that I was didn't really you know, think about when I would wake up. So I ended up ending the stream after 24 hours straight. At 7 p.m. Oh, Sorry, 7 a.m. No. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I slept for 12 hours, woke up at 7 p.m. and did another 24-hour stream <laughs> because then I went to sleep the next day at 9 p.m. I yeah, was you gotta, and I fixed it. it. <laughs> I I fixed it. So I just did 24 hours. And like this is the time before subathons, before like people just doing crazy things. A really good friend of mine, uh, Jay Biggles, now a pretty big Tarkov streamer. I used to play PUBG with him every single day. He set the world record, I think it was in 2020, for most hours streamed in a month. Where he was streaming PUBG, uh, and he was going like 20 to 30 to more hours every day. Sleeping for 6 to 8 hours and doing it again. Wow. I think the guy did 500 and... I think it was 69 hours in a month. Nice. And he set hours. the world record. That's, that's and then it got beat like a few weeks later. <laughs> The people course. were insane. He he was insane from that. That that was, that was amazing to witness. But uh, yeah, people they do some crazy long streams. I don't I don't really do twenty four hours as much. Uh, I wanted to start bringing it back at the end of last year, where I do a twenty four hour at the end of every month. Because I, I used to do that. But uh, I don't know. I I kind of struggled a lot recently around like because th there's in every twenty four hour stream, there's these. Two to four hours of pain and suffering between hours 12 and 19 without fail every time. There's a solution. Doesn't matter how long you slept before, doesn't matter how much you eat, doesn't matter how much you exercise. There's a two to four hour window. And if that window happens at the wrong time, so, you know, maybe that window happens when there's six cops on duty and there hasn't been a crime in two hours, you know. If, you know, maybe you're playing PUBG and it's uh, 5 a.m. and there's no queues. You have to wait 10 minutes to get into a, into a game. You know, maybe it's, you know, the stream is just mellowing out. You haven't had a chat message in 25 minutes. Like, uh, it, it is tough. In that, in that window, to, to keep motivated to stay alive, you know, it's, it's a tough battle. There's a, uh, there's a solution for that that I also, discovered when I was streaming really late and I found that I started falling asleep at my desk and I didn't want to pull out some sleep. It is a standing desk. Well, oh, I used to have a standing desk. I used to have a standing desk, but then I remembered... So I have this desk, which is... Uh, if you are familiar with Ikea, this is a kitchen countertop from Ikea. I see uh, this is just Ikea. 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 So it's a kitchen countertop from Ikea. There's one here. There's one here. So it's an L shape. Uh, below them, there are just... Uh, I moved the mic. Drawers from Ikea. And I spent hundreds on this thing. It's beautiful wood. It's nice. It's, pretty, yeah. it's very nice. beautiful wood. It is a beautiful purchase that I've acquired for my abode. And I'm very, very impressed. 
by its presence in my room. So I love it. It's awesome. It's perfect. It fits my screens, my PCs. But a single standing desk? Uh, there's not enough room for two towers, three monitors. Well, hear me all out. All my keyboards and stuff. They sell, they sell the pistons for standing desks. You can literally just put the pistons under your desk. I've seen that, but um, with how my desk is, I don't think that'll work. Listen, I'm offering there solutions, is... and you keep batting them away. Uh, okay? I can only, I can only help people that want to I'm shooting you down. <laughs> I've, tr I've tried it. I've thought about it all. All right. Uh... We are getting near the end of this, and so got about 15 to minutes left. kind of round things off, uh, Miles, I think you might enjoy this. Uh, something that we do very often, we, uh, we've hung out before, you know, we play, we play a couple of characters that have met each other at some yeah, point in time. Times. This is a few, few times. Um, one thing that we do on the Littlemans is when we get somebody, we like to get to know them. So mm. one of the questions we asked them, what are your dreams and aspirations and where do you see yourself in however many months? So Miles, dreams and aspirations, what are your goals and where do you see yourself? This is my in invisible gun, so you have to year? answer. Yeah, he's, he's got these slash E stick up. Hold on, wait. Stick up too, so you can mm. run around while doing it. Uh, dreams and aspirations. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, what do you want out of life? Like, if, if you could grab life by the grapefruits and squeeze it into a glass and then sip on that glass with a little umbrella straw and be like, mm, mm, that's delicious, what would uh, it be? Hmm. I think I'm currently at a place in my life and my career where I'm getting comfortable with, you know, everything, like, you know, my where I am on Twitch, you know, where I'm going on Twitch, where I am financially, I'm, I'm getting comfortable after a lot of years of uncertainty. I would like one, you know, to make sure I have consistency so I don't have like financial worries, but I want to be able to be in a place where I can help people like they help me. Because the thing about Twitch is that's the, the only reason I am where I am. The only reason, you know, this computer's on is because the generosity of like the communities have supported me over the years and i want to be able to help people in ways that uh other people have helped me like the amount of like in like support over the last half a decade has been insane there was a situation uh two or three years ago where my car completely just died and it was in the PUBG era and there was a guy that was going around and there was a sh and he was a massive you know oiler as people say and there was a pretty big streamer in the PUBG community that knew about me and she was just going around with this oiler and just sending him at little streamers and <laughs> like the guy gave me a thousand dollars no hesitation just like there's a thousand dollars then he went to my friend that was uh struggling with his college thousand dollars to him thousand dollars like the ability to just change people's uh day month week year and just a few moments like like that is amazing like i i want to be able to help people in ways that i've been helped i that that's like that's my aspirations yeah answer that question that's, that's noble and i think that like falls in line with where i see myself as hopefully being able to do that you know little, Six, little, like, mr., little mr beast-esque throw some, ah, throw some dollar reduce at people 
I don't know if I want to be like, yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back. You know, today we're going to be. <laughs> Check out the like, Miles Away lot. Burger available on Uber Eats. Uh, that's not me. You know, I, I I can be loud, but when it comes to like stuff like that, I I kind of struggle to have like that whole like, you know, insane bubbly energy to things. I can't do it. When I, it can't, I can't to, fake uh, the, the hype. It's not me, and it would feel ungenuine to fake that, you know? Like I, I felt that about Twitch or streaming or content creation since the very beginning is you you have to be yourself in my opinion. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe some people see more success by being this three hundred percent version of themselves, right? Yeah. But I'm always just like just genuine reactions, genuine person, and people will will enjoy you for who you are, right? You yep. know who my uh you know who my uh idol kind of is in that regard, disguised that? toast. The dude does Post not thank his subs. He doesn't thank his subs. <laughs> he says, I don't listen. He's like, of course, I appreciate you. Of course, it means a lot. But I'm putting on a show. I'm not going to stop every couple of seconds. And they're just like, fine, that's fine. And then you see other people on the other spectrum going like, oh, my God, five gifted subs. I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> and I've literally I promised myself that I wouldn't be disingenuous to my viewers. Right. And so I've had people donate like 150 subs, like gift 150 subs. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude, that's crazy. Like, like I, yep. I know I'm not like freaking out right now, but that's genuinely affecting me emotionally. Like, thank you so much. That's incredible. And there's always a part of my brain that goes, man, you know, if you freaked out and made this a big clip and, and lost your mind, you could, you know, farm it for views and more people would want to do it because they love making people freak out. I just can't do it, man. I cannot oh. make myself do it. And the same boat with that. I don't like being disingenuous, you know, I just would rather yeah, I feel like there's that. nothing wrong with doing a good bit, you know, if, it, if it's for the bit, right? Yeah. Like there's some humor behind it, but sometimes to, I do uh, it for one prime. If somebody does one prime, I'll lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Primes good. are pretty good, man. They're pretty good. Hydra. Yes, sir. Hydra, please. That's me. Same question. Same traffic. Oh, God. Uh, um. Where do you see yourself? What's uh, what are your dreams and aspirations? Yeah, I don't know. In, in or inside or outside of the server, it doesn't matter. Just I, yeah, you I'm kinda, in general. I'm kind of struggling with that right now. I've always been the guy that's like, okay, I'm not gonna quit. When it gets hard, I'm not gonna quit. When I'm struggling and everybody around me is telling me to give it up, I'm not gonna quit. I know in my heart of hearts, I can make it in no pixel. I know. That I, I make people laugh. I have I have other streamers telling me like I'm like just days away from partner. Like I know it, but I'm pulling like two or three viewers. And it's really hard to put your whole heart into something when it's not giving you the traction that you feel like you deserve. And so I, I try to internalize that and I try to go, okay, what can I as a content creator be doing better? And then it's probably my own failings that I don't do those things, like post more clips, tweet more, do more things to socially engage, post in my Discord more, right? Stuff yeah. like that. But I, I kind of was in this harder. weird position where I started blowing up. I was like starting my stream with like 60 to 80 viewers. I was capping at like 800, 1,000 viewers for a while. And this was all from the stinky leg Tommy T situation. And all the Tommy T viewers, the Zerka viewers, started coming over, and they were like a regular part of the stream. And then tragedy struck, and I had to move. Like, I had no choice. Like, the house was being sold suddenly, and I was gone for two weeks. I had no internet. I had no power. Like, we were just, like, struggling to figure it out. I was tweeting regular, trying to keep it going. 
And when I came back, dude, it was like day one. And it's just like trying to stay positive from that experience and like keep going. I, dude, I'm surprised I still get on the server and laugh some days. So that's why when people are like, when's, when are you going to play Stanky Lake? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like I'm fucked up about Stanky Lake. That's why I'm having so much fun on John Hydra. So if I had, if you had to ask me, what are my dreams and aspirations? It would be to make enough money streaming that it felt like I could quit my day job. Not that I would quit my day job, but if I felt like I could, then I would start to feel successful and then I'd ride it out for a while and then see if I could find other ways to keep it going. Because I, I, t I approach this from like a very like realistic, like I wanted, this as my job. I say that to everybody. I never try to trick anybody. Oh, I'm a streamer that does this for fun. Okay. Only millionaire streamers say that, right? <laughs> I want to be doing this and I also want it to be the thing that lets me pay my bills because it fulfills me. I've always been the person that says, let your work revolve around your life, not your life revolve around your work. Yep. So I love streaming on NoPixel. I love it so much. I, I think that's obvious when you see me playing in the server. I give it my whole heart. I forget to read my chat. If you listen really carefully, you'll hear a ding in my chat sometimes. Because on my yes. fourth monitor, I have an app that hooks into the Twitch API that when people chat, it makes a small ding sound. So I know to read my fucking chat. Oh my I get, God. I thought about getting that. It's called a uh, chatty. Yeah. I'm so fucking bad at reading my chat Cause I get so immersed in my own role play. People are, like subbing and donating. I'm like, Oh fuck. Thanks. So, 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 and so, so, and so, and so, and so. So yeah, I guess, I guess if I could, if I could like, I your chat was on your fourth monitor. Yeah. Have it on your second monitor on the left side. So right to your right, it's right there. So it's in your peripheral vision. So the chat moves. Someone puts a message. You see right, it in my peripheral desk, vision. My desk's a little messy. Hopefully, is there anything that docks me? Hold on, let me. I uh, I bought a monitor mount. I mounted a monitor right above my main one, and then chat oh, is is literally at the very bottom of the top monitor. I used to do that. That so was. That was I've wild got like my neck. Okay. All right, you guys ready? What I'm focusing on, and then like right above that is where the yep. chat is. Just double check. I got neck problems from it. I could do it. S sorry, anymore. my uh, sorry, my fucking desk is a mess. So, so here's you guys, right? Ciao. Here's you guys. That's me. Whoa. That's Miles. And then here's two monitors. Hey, look, that's my video. And then there's the other one. Heckin' Poggers, dude. That's my chat goes. Yeah. That's almost exactly my setup before I moved my uh, my stuff recently. Uh, bed just had everything on the right. You, you want to see something wild that I've done in my setup recently? I yeah. I grabbed something that I've had on the floor of my room for like two years, and that is my ultra wide out. my ultra wide monitor that uh, I just never used because <laughs> didn't have a need for it. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you what if put... I just had more in my streaming PC? So now I have the chat, the OBS, uh, the stream alerts, Spotify discord and it is i'm just like i'm in the middle of this zone of yeah. monitors it's the same that's how i feel too you know i've got uh, the left the right the main i've got one above one up top. Like in the, the station you know it's uh girlfriend's mom commented on it recently <laughs> it's quite Battle the setup station. you got there but yeah to, to get back to the question it would be my my most recent aspirations would be to start having if I could get back up to like 10 or 20 viewers, like when I start my stream, that would be incredible because like nothing is more like exciting than when 
uh, you have people talking in your chat. I think that's when the you best. say hi and people say hi back straight away. My man, yeah. yeah, it sounds silly, but that's so true. When you get your chat talking to each other, oh, it's the best. When you look over and they're having a conversation, you're like, I've made it. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. always that's always a good feeling to still have a little bit of time for Troms to answer the question. Yeah, Troms, okay. hold on. He uh, always asks other people, but no one ever asks him. I was I I was thinking about if you guys were to ask me how I would answer this question, and uh, honestly, I really don't know because I have never been happier with what I'm doing. Uh, used to work a a full time job. I you know. I remember. Uh, yep. Um, just did streaming, a variety streaming, uh, like as a part-time thing. I'd come home from my my job, and then I do my, I do my uh, my time streaming. I'd do like four to six hours, depending on that, and then spend the rest of the time with my girlfriend. And like, it was a lot. Then I had an opportunity to leave my job a while back, and. You know, streaming was our, it was doing okay for me at the time. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take like a year off. We'll see how it goes. Just because I, I got some savings. Let's, uh, let's just give it a shot. And so far it's been working out. It's been working out pretty well. And so I can't really say that I want to see myself doing anything different than what I'm doing now. Do I hope that, you know, things elevate things, uh, you know, go to the next level. Sure, why not? I think everybody hopes that, right? Everybody hopes for success. Uh, but I'm just so... I hate to use the word content because it just doesn't seem right. But Sounds that is exactly me. what I am. I'm just happy and content. True with... contentment, man. I think that's so rare. So that yeah, great. it's it's a good feeling. And so I just I just hope that doesn't go away is kind of uh, where I'm at. Uh, but thank, <laughs> thank you for asking. That's... Uh, I, I don't know really if I'd change anything at this point. One of the old friends. questions. Can I uh, can I add something to my thing that I said? No. Because I, yes. I, I feel like it was kind of negative a little bit. Um, I Dude, I am absolutely in love with this podcast. I think about it all week. It has become the thing. Sometimes when I'm playing a new game, I, I like wake up thinking about the new game. Like, oh, I could try this and I could do that. You know, it's so exciting. That's been this podcast for me. I'm really in love with it. I really want to push it and I want to get it out there and I want people to see it and I want to improve and I want to like find ways. And I know that like Troms 52 and I are going to keep getting better at being better hosts and we're going to have more great guests on and hopefully Miles will come back and join us for more episodes later. Dude, it's, it's so sick. I'm really enjoying it so much. Um, it, dude, I, I, I'm really in love with it. I'm so happy with yeah. it. It's been it's, like a genuine oh, joy. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, you've been getting me up this early to be able to be a part of it, so I must be enjoying myself, which is uh rare to be up this early. I have a bit. Um with uh, with us kind of reaching the end here, I know this has become a regular thing with me and our guests. Uh but Miles, I I love you. You are you are my boy. You happens every time. <laughs> forever be my boy. We uh we've had amazing times together. That I will never 100%. forget. You inspire me. You ground me. I feel like Get I'm. Uh, I feel like I'm. I'm. I'm speaking vows at a wedding or something like that. Like I'm. Yeah. I'm pouring my heart out. Uh, but you genuinely are an incredible content creator. You're a great yeah. role player. You're a great person. Good, You're really good, good to have around, man. 
Yeah, really you guys friend. got a chill. No, really good role player, and uh, I I really appreciate you, my man. The last like year and a half doing role play and hanging out has been some of the best. It really has it's been, been amazing. Yeah, it's so and I am I'm so excited to see what comes. Like you know, it's only gonna get crazier. That's right. It only ever has. It's been a. It's been an <laughs> always uphill with us. It's been so yep. good. Next time uh, we're gonna break three lifers out of prison. That's right. <laughs> so two dude. last things before we go. We're gonna hire us as mayors if we do that. <laughs> Miles, uh, can you please plug uh, any anything that you're working on? Any charities that you're really into? Any like new stuff? Your YouTube, whatever you want people to go to. Where do you want them to check you out? Oh my. I mean, honestly, I'm just addicted to my stream grind. That's kind of all I focused on. My YouTube is very much in the back, but I'm, I mean, you pulled out one of the videos and uh, like that thing has not been touched in almost two years. I think it was my last video. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was a cyberpunk release video. So oh, nice. don't touch my YouTube because you won't <laughs> see anything because uh, I, I ain't doing that. But Twitch, I'm there every single day, midday UK time. Well, new schedule I'm trying out where five days a week I'll be doing like eight to twelve hours. That's probably the days you're gonna see the little ones. But Tuesdays <laughs> and Saturdays is gonna be my shorter days of nice little like four to eight hour streams. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. TV four slash miles underscore away. M Y L E S. Yep, it's got and a Y. For, for our last thing, I want to start a new bit. Miles, uh, Troms and I are both gonna give you an emote from No Pixel to do. Could you please try to emulate the emote to the best of your abilities? Mm. Oh God, which one? Uh, we're both going to pick one. We haven't thought of this. Uh, is the first time I'm bringing it up. If it's E-Think 2, then don't worry. You know, oh, okay. I love it. Arms should E-think we give him the hard one? Should we, yeah. should we go with Orange Justice? Da- dance. No, I, no I'm not. Uh, how about um, 5037? Oh, yeah. I know do, that uh, Let's do SWAT Go. <laughs> SWAT Go? I don't know what SWAT what is, Go. What is SWAT Go? I know SWAT Freeze. That's, no, that's rally. rally. Oh, that's rally. rally. That's rally. 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 Yeah, okay. Swat no, rally. you're SWAT. No, you're SWAT emotes. Sorry, sir. Swap point yes, forward. Swap point right. Swap point left. Uh, See, I used to. We used to do all the SWAT emotes. So, like, when I was on Whitley and the Roosters rest, I'd be like, I'll get all that food right now. It's going to be over there. And I was like, uh, do you remember that? And I was like, don't go that way. You want to get all your ass over that way. Perfect. You got to do that. I, uh, the SWAT emotes are amazing. Love I being love inspired by people who are so emotive, like Stephen Hayes and just uh, oh my God. more emotes. It's just, it, it, it adds something. We talked about this last time, but it just adds something to So much. I still do it, even on Stubble. If I'm talking, I'm like, yep. All right. Yep. You know what's Miles, going on? You know the amount I'm going to pick because actually, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you guess. It is the most used and the best. Oh, actually, that is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, for those of you who can't see, oh. he's doing he's doing slash E forget it, which is the like, yeah, forget about it about I was thinking the one that is bound on every one of our characters to an F key. Oh no. And Slump? you use it. Okay, all right, I, okay. All over nine? Come yeah, on. All over dude. three, I have an F9. Come on, it's it's the one the one we use. We're having a conversation with somebody, you want to drive on. the <clears> point <throat> home. Ready? Okay. Yes, he got it. Yes, Miles. Yes. Oh, down. Slash E down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was Conv one. I, was I remember that. I, I knew you'd get yep. it. Yep. Slash E down. Good oh, shit. Like the, Miles, the thanks, so, dude, thanks so much for joining Why? us, dude. Really appreciate it. You're a great yeah. guest. Uh, you're a Been great good. streamer. Great well, RPer. We'll have you back at some point yep. in time. Uh, Forget about it. It's always. Okay. All right. Thanks, boys. Uh, yes, Pixel. Episode three. See you later.